welcome to the Daily Smith Wigglesworth Devotional Podcast presented by myself, Victoria Eyog. Thank you so much for joining us today and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord God Almighty, King of Glory, we pray that you help us live by faith and act out of faith all the time and may our prayers be full of faith in Jesus Christ's name. As we are reading your word today and listening to it help us understand it may generate faith in us and that may this faith stay up our prayer life in jesus christ's name amen okay the title after this message is what are you focused on the title after this message is what are you focused on and we are going directly in james chapter 5 verses 13 verse 13 to true 20 13 to 20 or true 20 if you prefer we are in the new king james version is anyone among you suffering let him pray is anyone cheerful let him sing psalms is anyone among you sick let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the lord will raise him up and if he has committed sins he will be forgiven confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth, and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The title of today's message is What Are You Focused On? What are you focused on? The key verse for today is verse 15. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. So, is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed any sins, it shall be forgiven him. There's an interesting story here in the Smith Wigglesworth devotional on this topic. So there's a Baptist minister who came to Smith Wigglesworth telling him that, like the doctor said, a doctor said that the wife of this Baptist minister was going to die, that she that it was her last day on earth. So um, Smith Wigglesworth wanted people to come over him, to over with him, sorry, to pray for the woman. He invited one person and this person was like um he didn't have like faith but that he knew that if smith wigglesworth would pray it would be fine um 
that the Lord would heal her. He also invited another man to come over with him, and he knew that this man was a prayerful man, like the type of man that would pray for uh, uh, more than an hour, would pray like he would take time, like really when he would pray, he would pray for a long period of time. You know, there's some people that they pray, and when they don't see like an immediate result, they stop there, you know. So he chose him probably because this was someone whom he knew would pray for a long time. And he was expecting the person to pray for a long time so that he would, like, the person would resist till he would get the results. And and so, uh, Smith figures what went with, um, with this man to the person's house. And he went with him, and so he went there. There was... There was so there was the the Baptist minister brother Clark. There was the man him the so the Baptist minister brother Clark was the man whose wife was sick, and dying, and there was one man whom Smith Wigglesworth like, uh, who came with Smith Wigglesworth, and this man was the man who would pray like who'd be able to pray for a long time, you know. So, first thing first, Smith Wigglesworth tells the man to to pray. Not Brother Clark, not the husband, but the man who would be able to pray, who could pray by the hour, you know. So this man prays, he starts praying, and his prayer was, as Mr. Goswart said, a prayer where he was crying in desperation, praying that God would comfort the man after he was left with his little motherless children, that he might be strengthened to bear his sorrow, and stuff and stuff and stuff. And I will like remind you, it's in the Smith Regards Word devotional here. But when Smith Regards Word called for this man to come and pray, he was calling for him like in with respect to James chapter 5, 13 to 20. He was looking for people who would come, believing that the prayer of the righteous man and anointing like to that they will anoint the sick in the name of the Lord Jesus and they will pray as righteous men and that the Lord the prayer of faith would save the sick and that the Lord will raise this woman up from her dead bed and that she would be completely healed so that's on this basis that he called this man to come and pray and he did not hide it from him you know and uh, this man came instead and he was praying for like he was praying like on the basis that the woman was going to die so he was praying for God to actually comfort the the children who would stay and the husband who would stay and since Swartz clearly says that he like he was not pleased with this way of praying this was unbelief it was not a prayer of faith it was a prayer of unbelief and what he thought was, what an awful thing to bring this man all this way to pray this kind of prayer. Like, what was the matter with him? He was looking at the dying woman instead of looking at God. And then, when the man finished praying, because Smith Wigglesworth was like, he couldn't wait for the man to finish praying. So when he finished praying, Smith Wigglesworth led the husband, like the Baptist minister, to now pray for his wife who was dying. And his prayer was kind of the same type of prayer, like defeat, unbelief, and stuff, and stuff, and stuff. And these are the words of Smith Wigglesworth here. This prayer seems to be the most out-of-place prayers that I had ever heard. The whole atmosphere was charged with unbelief. My soul was dead. I was eager for God to get a chance to do something and to have his way. 
So as soon as like this man finished praying for his wife, like praying like to prepare himself for the death of his wife, Smitri Gaswa did not wait further to pray, but he rushed to the bed and sipped the oil bottle, pouring nearly the whole contents on the woman. And then he says he saw Jesus above the bed with a sweet smile on his face, and he said to the woman, Woman, Jesus Christ makes you whole. The woman stood up perfectly healed, and she, like at the moment he was writing that, she was still a strong and healthy woman. So the lesson here is that we should not be focused on the earthly circumstances. We should not, in this case, the, the Baptist minister, as well as the man that Smigos were brought along to pray, both of them were focused on the dying woman instead of looking at God, instead of being focused on God. And you cannot, if you are so focused on the condition, on the symptoms, on the situation, you will not be able to be focused on God and you will not be able to pray the prayer of faith. So the lesson here is that we have to focus on God and on what his word says. The word is true and the word cannot fail. If the word says, and this is what the word says, that if anyone is sick, the elders of the church should come, pray over him, anoint him with oil in the name of Jesus and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, which means that it is impossible that you pray the prayer of faith, anoint the person with oil, and that the person is not raised up and restored. You see? So if you stand on the word, and only on the word, and you do not look at the symptoms, and you look only at the word of God, it's going to come to pass as the word of God says. What I like a lot here is that Smith Rickers was like, did not shout at them, did not like first rebuke them, but he showed them, he taught them through example. Um... Someone like me, especially before, um, um, because I'm learning, I, I'm learning through this. But I would have argued with them first to tell them, oh, stop that. This is unbelief. This is this, this is that. But I believe this is a wiser way to act, you know. Um, you patiently wait for your turn to pray. And when it comes for you to pray, you pray the right way. You pray with faith. You pray with belief in the word of God and you see the result and when they see the results they understand that the way they were praying was wrong because they were clear they were clearly praying her to death instead of praying her to life and if only them have had been there to pray for her she would probably have died so I thank God that Smith's figures were did not directly get mad at them start shouting and arguing which I probably would have done before but I'm learning from this I'm, I'm really in the process of learning not to argue, but to like show, teach by example instead of arguing. So um, I'm grateful that God like made me because what to like do this and share the, the, the events so that we learn from it. And he prayed by showing and showed them the right way to pray. Another important thing to see here is have you noticed that the backward church, many churches these days, for example, the Roman Catholic Church, which I left many years ago, and many other churches, many other pastors, many other, I don't, I don't know, like, denominationally speaking, I just, I was in the Roman Catholic Church, so I know how it was there. And in the Roman Catholic Church, and in many other churches, which I would call the backward churches, they believe that the anointing of the sick is actually, for somebody who is near to death, it's like, for the person, like, in the Catholic Church, they'll say the last sacrament, you know, they, they, they believe that it's the thing that you do for the person to prepare them to die and to live, you know, to leave the earth, to die 
and to leave the earth, not leave like to be alive. But they they do that when they give the like the anointing of the sick is really like they consider it as the last sacrament. At best, they do the anointing of the sick for you. You confess your sins and then they also give you communion and they are like, okay, you're ready to go, you're ready to die, that it's okay, we've done what we had to do, you can you are going to heaven because that's how it's in the Catholic Church. Um so the backward church believes that the anointing of the sick which is near to death is to prepare them to die, to leave the earth, to kick the bucket. While it's the opposite that the Bible actually says, the Bible says that the anointing of the sick person who is about to die is actually to save the sick person and for the Lord to raise this person up so that the person will actually not die. So why is it that the church, I'm not talking just about the Roman Catholic Church, but many other churches, because look at this person that who, who, who comes to pray for the sick woman and he's not praying for her healing, not at all. He's praying for the husband and the children to be comforted once she's dead. So he's coming like saying, okay, God, she's dying, so uh, just comfort the people. He's not coming like, God, you said in your word that if we come in faith and anoint her, she's going to be healed. He's not coming from a perspective of God's word, but from his perspective, a religious perspective. And I'm saying many churches have this belief, seriously. Many churches and many people that when you come and anoint the sick, it's actually to accompany them to die. And this is not what the Bible says. It's to save the sick and for the Lord to raise them up. My question is, how did we get so far in unbelief to a point where we actually teach and believe something which is the exact opposite of what the Bible says? How and why? I don't understand. But anyway, I can decide and you can decide and I have decided that I will not look at the person's problem, that I will look at what the word of God says and stand on the word of God. And whatever the word says that I should do, I will do it. So we can start confessing this. Uh, you can confess alongside with me like right now. When I pray over a sick believer, I anoint him or her with oil in the name of Jesus. My, and my prayer will be a prayer of faith. And it shall save the sick person and the Lord shall raise him or her up. And if he or she has committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. This is just the Bible. We are just believing and confessing and we will experience it because we believe. So, I will end with this quote by Smith Wigglesworth. You can never pray the prayer of faith if you look at the person who is needing it. There is only one place to look and that is to Jesus. You cannot pray the prayer of faith if you look at the person who is needing it. There is only one place to look and that is to Jesus. Let us pray. Father Lord, God Almighty, help us to believe your word and not the traditions of men. As we pray for the sick, help us to pray with faith, not looking at the signs, uh, at the signs or the symptoms, but looking only at your word and the promises in your word and standing firm on those promises so that these people will be set free and healed, all for the glory and honor of your name in Jesus Christ's name. We pray. Amen. And right now, whosoever is suffering from sickness and disease and listening to this, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I set you free. Jesus Christ sets you free right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Be healed and made whole now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to share this on your social media platforms with your friends, family, whoever would be blessed by listening to this and please do not forget to join us tomorrow for the next part and share your testimonies with me on social media you have the links to my platform to my different accounts on social media 
and uh, please also share your testimonies and your prayer topics. Thank you. God bless you and bye-bye.